It's time for bold predictions, and I'm going to do just that. I'm going to tell you where the Jaguars are going to end up this year. We'll do it today here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. And here at Locked On Jaguars, it is your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page at Locked On Jaguars. Make sure you hit the bell, hit the like button, hit the bell so you get notifications every time we drop a show. And make sure you subscribe as well. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, if you listen to audio podcasts, we'll be there too. just tap in every single time to make sure you don't miss an episode every day. What up to my everydayers? I want to give a shout out to you guys. Thank you for making the podcast what it is. We appreciate you. My family appreciates you also. And also reminding you to subscribe to join subtext. If you want a little one on one stuff for me, especially during games, I will be going. Um. That's where I'll be doing all of my interactions uh, on game day. I won't be doing it on other platforms. So join subtext slash locked on Jaguars and come join me on subtext two weeks for free, by the way. Um, I'm going to get into it, man. I've been hesitant to do it. In fact, I'm going to go further than I actually was going to go when I initially I teased the show yesterday. And when I did my research and wrote up everything that I wrote up yesterday, I said I was going to stop. I predicted that the Jaguars would make it to the AFC championship game. And I said I was going to stop there. And the reason I was going to stop there is because to get to that point, you can point to all of the stuff on paper. You can also talk about uh, whether or not the team stays and remains healthy. To get beyond that, it's demonstrated performance, man. It's it's like I think Bill Parcells once said it before. I can only get you so far. The rest of you got to do it yourself, right? But I'm not going to get <clears throat> I decided to not be all all, you know, sounding smarter than everybody else by doing that. And I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction and I'm going to give it to you today. I'm going to tell you why I believe in this team so much in segment two and then segment three. What the difference will be. That will tell you that I think something good is good. Something good is going to happen. What's going to be the difference to get them to where they need to go? <clears throat> First and foremost, it's bold prediction time. Not only will the Jacksonville Jaguars go to the AFC Championship, they're going to win the AFC Championship, and they're going to face the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. And it'll be Doug Peterson against this former team trying to become the first coach to win two Super Bowls in two different cities. So there, boom, I gave it to you. Don't leave because you're going to want to hear me explain it. But I just gave you the whole thing. I allowed you to eat dessert at three minutes and 20 seconds of the podcast. We got 24 more minutes to go, but I allowed you to have your dessert early. Go ahead, eat your cake first, and now you're going to come back and eat these peas and carrots. But there you go. The Jaguars will not only win the AFC Championship game that they'll host at home, but they will go to the Super Bowl in Vegas. And I was already going anyway, but I'm really going to go now, right? And they're going to play the Philadelphia Eagles. And they're going to beat them. The Jacksonville Jaguars will win the Super Bowl this year. Do I believe it? You're damn right I believe it. And now I will get to telling you why. 
Trevor Lawrence is great. He's one of six, maybe seven guys that are like him in the NFL. But I think Doug Peterson is one of about five guys like him in the NFL at this point. Shout out to Pete Carroll and all of those guys and Sean Payton. But I mean, right now, Doug is in his bag, man. He is absolutely in his bag. It's not just the play calling. It's not just the implementation of um, the talent that Trent Baalke has gotten for him. And this is real, real important, especially if you've been a media member around here or a fan around here and you know the things that have gone on for the last 13, 14 years. But he came in and he got it right when he put his finger on the pulse of this team. He hit the right nerve. He not only hit the right nerve for the team, he hit the right nerve for the city. And he hit the right nerve when the Jags needed a root canal real bad because of Urban Meyer. I can't tell you how much of a blessing Urban Meyer was to this team. You heard what I just said, right? How much of a blessing that Urban Meyer was to this organization. And the reason why I'm calling him a blessing, you ever had something happen to you real bad? And then you think that it can't get worse? It's like sometimes you have to hit your rock bottom first, right? And so you have something that happens real bad to you and you think that that's the worst it can get. And then it gets a little worse than that. Well, when you hit that rock bottom, there's nowhere else to go. Urban was the rock bottom of this franchise. We thought it was the inept. And we thought it was the poor way that this team had been. I'm going to be honest with you. Outside of like four seasons, maybe five years, over the, the lifespan of the Jacksonville Jaguars, it has been terrible. It's been good to have an NFL team. So it's almost 30 years, right? It's nearly 30 years. I think it's what? 28, 29 years, 24 of them have been pretty damn putrid. We thought that that was our sunken place. I did. My point is, is I didn't want necessarily Doug Peterson. Now it's easy to look back at some heartache and go, man, we could have done without that. Okay. Doug Peterson coming here would have been the same, you know, done the same thing, but he wouldn't have he wouldn't have had to do things the way he he had to do them. This team was broken. These dudes didn't trust anybody anymore. It was like the lowest of the low. See, before it was pretty bad, but it was like a bunch of nice people. Every everybody was nice. Nobody was nobody was mad at anybody. Well, everybody was mad at Jalen Ramsey, but other than that, nobody was like really mad or angry. They they just wanted the best, and I think. Everybody was scratching their head trying to figure out how to get there, right? That's not what Doug took over. He didn't, he didn't take over where people were just, all right, just give us hope. You won the Super Bowl. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, I'm not saying that – I'm not saying that had, had he taken over the year Urban take, took over that they wouldn't probably be in the same, same place. What I'm saying is it feels different because we thought that we were at a low. I mean, we've gone through like 12 years and only had one really, really good season that we really enjoyed. It's just like, 
we thought that was the worst of it. We thought it couldn't get any, any worse. And boy, did it get worse in half a season. And we hit the lowest of the low. You still hear stories come out about this dude. <clears throat> and I remember I asked Doug Peterson when he took over here, how was he going to deal with a team that had been fractured? I think, I, I don't know if I use that exact word, but at the press conference, and he said, it's a little different. He wasn't going to push until they trusted him. You see, that, that doesn't happen if they weren't in a position where they were, they, they were fragile. As it turns out, that terrible situation allowed Doug Peterson to do things differently in a unique way that I think in the end has actually galvanized this team and have brought them really, really closer together. And I don't know if that would have been the case had he not taken over an organization that was pretty much a wasteland at that point because of Urban Meyer. I'm going to tell you why I believe in this team, and you can kind of already feel where I'm going. But I'm going to tell you why. I almost, I really, really do believe in this team, and it has a lot to do, it has an awful lot to do with some of the things that I just talked about. That's why. It's because of the journey. It's because of the journey. It's because of the players. Even last year, with the way that that all happened. I'll tell you more about that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. I am struggling with hair loss. Now, I know if you're looking at me on YouTube, you're like, no, you're not. You're not struggling with hair loss. Yes, I am. Go look at my shower on the floor. And I've been trying to figure out what it is. You don't have to choose between better hair growth or your health because of Nutrafol. That's right. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair, no drugs, no compromises, just hair. That's probably why I'm losing my hair because some of this medicine I'm taking, right? But I deal with men every day as a barber because men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Take the first step to visibly thicker hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code Locked on NFL, and you can find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthy hair. All right, man, running it down here. Locked on Jaguars, talking about the Jaguars, talking about their fate this year, and I'm speaking it into existence. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't even know if I had already said they were going to beat them, but I just said it again if I had already said it, and if I hadn't said it, well, you just got it. Why do I believe in this team so much? It's because of what they've gone through and what they've come from and the manner in which they've done it. I give credit to Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson. 
for saying let's run it back with these same people we're gonna get some young players in here that's gonna play special teams that can do some spot things for us but for the most part we're gonna bring this entire team back with the exception of Juwan Taylor who finally got caught <laughs> leaving early last night <laughs> when uh, Kansas City lost and I watched that game last night and it made me come on here and make a prediction by the way the Chiefs lost 21-20 and that is the Jaguars week two opponent First things first, let's not get ahead of ourselves and think that these guys are just going to show up and win. No, they're going to – they got to do what sort of Detroit did, but they're doing, probably going to do it prettier. But Detroit is the ultimate you put your pants on just like I put my pants on team in the NFL, and they showed that last night. Them in the 49ers, they had that sort of mentality. But some people are of the mindset that okay the chiefs lost they're not going to lose two in a row so that doesn't bode well they're going to prepare and be ready to go i don't give a damn what the chiefs do they're not winning that game when they come here in week two that's it they're not and if the jags handle their business this sunday they'll be two and oh and the chiefs will be oh and two and this is why i put them at home for the playoff game because that's about an eighth of the season right there, and you're already up two games if they win. The, I know people get mad at me for doing this, but if they win over the next two weeks, they're already two games up. So that's why I'm putting them up, because I think the, the teams in the North, which is the best division in football, and the East, which is the second best division in football, they're going to beat each other up. All of those teams are pretty decent. So I think the Jaguars have a really good chance of sitting here with the best record and could host the play, all of their playoff games at home. But it's their journey, man. It's That's why I believe in this team so much. I believe in where they come from. And if you're around them, they just exude confidence. But they also exude accountability. It's not just like some popcorn confidence where it's all puffed up, but it ain't got no weight to it. No, they actually do the work. They do the work. They put the time in. They... They grind. They they. It's every single. And I'm not saying other teams don't do it, but I've seen teams here that didn't do it this way. Everything they there's no stone unturned, and they're really really transparent. And when you ask Doug what they have to do to win, he'll tell you what they have to do, and he'll tell you what they have to stay away from, and they have to stay away from some of the things that they've done in the past. I did a, a podcast, uh, a crossover for Thursday, and I told my man Hicks from Zach Hicks from Locked On Coats, the keys to the Jaguars winning is get off to a fast start and they can't turn the ball over early. And, and Trevor has to learn how to calm down at the beginning of the games because I think he's just so hyped and excited sometimes that, you know, he throws the ball a little high. Then I wake up yesterday and go to work at my other job and I look up and press Taylor I think John Shipley put it on uh, on his uh, social media that Press Taylor says they have to get off the fast starts and not turn the ball over at the beginning of the game. And I was like, well, damn, where did I hear that before? I'm going to tell you where I heard it before. Out of my mouth. You know why? Because I've heard it with my ears out of Doug Peterson's mouth before. I remember last year when everybody was saying they throw the ball in the red zone too much. They need to start running the ball in the red zone. And they suggested that Doug would take the ball out of the hands of Trevor Lawrence and say, hey, man, take some of the air out the ball and, and help him out. And Doug said, nonsense. He's a franchise quarterback. I'm going to put more pressure on him. We're going to keep throwing. Now, part of the reason why when they got to the red zone, they threw the ball so much was because they weren't tough enough, in my opinion, to run the ball. They changed that with the, their personnel this year with better tight end play. 
with not just having a guy in there that's a designated blocker who was just an okay blocker, but you knew he couldn't catch. Now you have to guard everybody on their team when they get in the red zone. All of them, running backs, tight ends, everybody can catch. Shout out to Chris Manhurts. I did not mean to, former Jaguar Chris Manhurts, I did not mean to uh, hit you with no shrapnel, but Manhurts actually caught Trevor's first touchdown in his career, but he wasn't very good. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry. But now they are so secure in what they do that they can be transparent about it because there's not a lot of whole bunch of stuff that they don't do well. So you want to know why I believe in them? That's exactly why I believe in them, because I trust their coaching staff. I trust their players. The players trust the coaches and the coaches trust the players. It feels different. This does not feel like 2017. I know a lot of people say that. Does not. 2017 caught me by surprise. This won't catch you by surprise. And ain't going to catch none of these teams they're going to play by surprise either because these teams and those coaches, they know exactly what the Jaguars and who they are right now, and that ain't going to help them one bit. I'm not backing off. I said 14-3. and I'm going to stick by it. I'm boldly going to say 14 and three and I'm going to stick by it. Now, the only thing that could affect that is guys not being healthy, but that's a part of the game, right? But I'll just assume that every team around the league is going to be a little bit unhealthy. I'm going to tell you what I believe the difference is. What I believe the difference is with this team. I can tell you a little bit now. The difference is they're a little bit too young to know better. They're a little bit too young to know better. What does that mean? They're old enough to know enough, but they're too young to know better than to be afraid. You've heard me give the roller coaster analogy before. The roller coaster analogy. The Jaguars are no longer kids that are not afraid of roller coasters. They're teenagers that aren't afraid of roller coasters. And what I mean by that is just 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 brave for no damn reason, right? Brave for no reason. I'm gonna tell you all about that in just a second here. Unlocked on Jaguars. But first, I have to tell you about our sponsor, Prize Picks. Man, you heard me talk about prize picks at the top of the show. I'm letting you know right now that prize picks is the absolute truth. All you got to do is go to prize picks, download the app or go to prize picks. It's the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And we are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's more than you and a whole bunch of your friends trying to see who can outscore. No, it's just you against the numbers and you got to pick more or less then whatever the prize pick designation is for certain players and certain benchmarks, and guess what? You can win a bunch of Skrillers. That's right. You can win a whole bunch of cash. It offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. And each Tuesday, prize picks, discounts, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize picks now offers Apple Pay and Quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Now, I won a gang of money last year playing prize picks. P 
people are already calling my phone about prospects. See, I want a whole bunch of money because it actually got a little easy for me. So when you do your parlays, I was just going three players, sometimes four, because you can absolutely collect and they pay you right away. Go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to prospects.com forward slash locked on NFL and use locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, man, rolling along here at Locked On Jaguars on this beautiful almost game day Friday. You heard what I said? Almost game day Friday. Jacksonville traveling to Indy to play the Colts in game one. It's going to be a hype crowd, opening day, rookie quarterback. I expect a little bit of fight out of the Colts. But eventually, I expect the big boys to just go on and put them down, let them take a nap. Probably beginning of the fourth quarter, we'll all be at ease. Hopefully, our belly will be full of wings and burgers and brews or whatever it is that you do on game day. And the Jaguars will be 1-0 and come 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And we'll get ready to open our season the following week after that. What's the difference? What will the difference be in this team? I think the difference will be, I always say wins and losses don't come from the year before and anything that happened the year before isn't necessarily going to help this team. But I will tell you this. Something did happen last year that is that's in their, their gumbo, in their DNA. And what that, did, what that was was the way that they had to come together and win all of those games down the stretch, how they got behind in the playoffs against um, – the Chargers and how they actually played and how they dealt with the loss of Kansas City. There's nothing better than self-belief. And I believe that these dudes with the new addition of Calvin Ridley and Tank Bigsby, I just think that they're ready to roll, man. I, I really do. The team chemistry is, is at a high. We haven't had one situation other than the Chris Claybrook situation, but that's a personal situation. But we ha we haven't had one situation involving player versus coach, player versus player. None of that foolishness. No bulletin board material. No jealousy. No nobody asking for money. I ain't got nothing against guys asking for money, but I'm just being honest. There have not been in contract squabbles and issues and Evan Ingram with the franchise tag that ended there have been no issues there have been no problems doesn't this team remind you a little bit of the philadelphia eagles from two years ago remember they went in the playoffs they went on the road playing against tampa Fought, but got blown, got their socks blown off eventually because of mistakes that they made. Came back the following year, ran it back with a couple of new additions. Steamrolled through the playoffs and got in the Super Bowl and were real, real competitive. And, and it was a very close game. The Jaguars remind me a little bit 
the team that lost to Kansas City reminds me a little bit of the team that lost to Tampa. You lose to Patrick Mahomes, they they lost to Tom Brady. And then turned it around. Those two teams, in my opinion, will meet in the Super Bowl. And you can imagine the storylines that's going to exist when that happens. But the difference to me is they have been able to garbage in, garbage out, and bring in the attitude that comes from being close on and off the field and being close on the field when it came time to getting victories. And, and they, they're going to carry that over. But they know that there's new heights that they have to go to. And I think they are going to absolutely do it. Book it. Mark it. Less than two, right at about two days away from kickoff, where your Jacksonville Jaguars will start what I believe will be the most memorable season that this team has ever had. And that includes those two years where they went to the, well, the three times they went to the AFC Championship. People always talk about the Jaguars like they ain't never done anything. The Jaguars have been to three AFC Championship games. You find a lot of organizations that haven't done that. Did I mention Detroit? Nope. It's a bunch of them. Washington hadn't, since the Jaguars have been in the league, like Washington hasn't taken a sniff. Dallas, none of those teams. Are, the Jaguars have been there three times. This year's going to make it four. This time they're going to win it, and then they're going to go win the Super Bowl. You can win with me every single day here on Locked On Jaguars, and you can check me out also on Locked On NFL, and you can check a whole bunch of people out because Locked On NFL is a daily podcast every single day, just like this, where it's your team every day, and you can make that your next watch or your next listen. Go to the Locked On Jaguars, Locked On NFL podcast, and join the Locked On NFL podcast. Also, it's free to subscribe to on YouTube, and an episode will drop every single day, so make sure you check it out for all of the league-wide information from around the National Football League. You guys have a good weekend. Enjoy it. Postcast will happen immediately after the game. I will go live and do a postcast and talk about what I believe is going to be a Jaguars victory, a resounding, resounding victory, and hopefully you'll join me for that as well. Until then, you guys take care. Leave me some comments here in the comment section as well as on social media. And remember, subtext, join subtext slash locked on Jaguars. Subtext. Two weeks free trial where you get one-on-one with me and I'll be doing it on game day. A free 14-day trial and then $4.99 a month if you like it. And I'm sure you will because who doesn't like hanging out with me? Hang out with me again on Sunday. Immediately after game, there will be a postcast and we'll hopefully be discussing the Jaguars victory. Until then, take care of each other and we'll see you next time.